Dixon has to be the most biased pick ever. I hate it here. I hate it here. I mean, they just got their ass handed to them. I think I'm chasing the value on this game. I like my take while I like my woman. Hot and questioning. <laughs> Way better than Tyler. What are you doing, Lewis? I'm laying the points. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Laying the Points. This week, not a lot of college football. We got one game, one whole college football game this week. But don't worry, we're getting into bowl season here soon. So uh, here, we're just going to focus a little bit more on the NFL. We're going to talk some uh, uh, fucking college basketball. I think somebody's got a little NBA sprinkle. You know, we're going we're gonna to bounce around a little bit more. But uh, uh, gentlemen, how, how are we feeling this week? How did we do last week? Uh, what's what are the vibes right now? Didn't do very well. Go ahead, guy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Didn't do very well. I'm gonna sum that up. And uh, fuck, fuck the doctors that told OBJ that he's not good enough. True. True. Real. Out out to like the playoffs. They're saying. Yeah. Uh, that guy's out. That guy's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> how, how you been, dude? Uh, been good. Pretty much fifty percent on my picks last week. I think exactly fifty percent, whatever you know. That's like fourteen or thirteen games or twelve games right there. Fifty uh, percent, so you know, just kind of getting by. But um, what were I gonna say? Giants tie. That was I was there. It was very tough. Easily should have won that game. What are you gonna? Dable was a pussy. Fucking punting on fourth and three. Pussy. But it, it almost it, it almost worked out. And did you see the third and three play? Yeah. Where Richie I Richie did. James and Saquon are lined up back <laughs> in the in the backfield, and Richie James runs into Saquon, and the play goes for no gain because they base they just got it back to the line of scrimmage because they didn't nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. I hate Richie James. I actually <laughs> like we could send him to fucking send him to the moon. Okay, get rid of that guy. Yeah, I've had enough of that guy. DFA. Uh, TSA. Put him on the injured reserve. He's not even injured. Just get him the fuck off the team. Uh, Tyler, but otherwise, you? otherwise I'm good. Otherwise I'm good. Um, picks wise, oh, wow, did... Tyler, you found it. Yeah, I did find. It. I found it on my first try. You know that? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was actually just what, a wild... your last his last. Uh, it was a wild rankings? first try. I literally just I... guessed the <laughs> I guessed the doc and it was in it. But, um... I, I I think I checked that doc like three times. Although <laughs> at the bottom, everyone knows that. It's always at but, the bottom. Um, overall, betting wise, it was good. Everyone knows, like I said last week, that <laughs> conference championship week is actually known as revenge tour week. It is. And it everyone is. got revenge, but Utah. They they did not get revenge. They kicked the shit out of USC, mm-hmm. and then NFL picks whatever. The Jets though, they look like Mike White looks like the real deal, dude. He looked all right. He had a little He's confident. Little shaky He's confident. Listen, he could be shaky for all I care about. Like the fact that he came in and still did what he did, like that is better than I thought. You know, much better than I thought he was going to do. Ten times better than Zach Wilson. Oh yeah, 100%. I've been. I think personally, I've been on such a roller coaster these past you know seven, six, seven days. So like, started off up high, you know, went out. We had our holiday party last weekend. I was looking dapper in my suit, fucking going out. It was high. Then the low, 
fucking went one and two in college football, started with USC on that fucking Friday night. It was garbage, lost TCU, lost fucking, uh, shit, I forget what the other game I took was. The only game I won was Fresno State. Oh, UNC. Yeah, UNC got fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. Fucking, it was bad. Then went back up on a high, little 4-0 on the NFL slate. How the fuck you doing? Chicago, Green Bay over, Jacksonville, Detroit over, Eagles points because the A.J. Brown revenge tour, and obviously the Giants can't win a game, but they cover. So, I mean, nice little 4-0 right there. Um, but then back on the low, fucking got COVID. So, not ideal. But then got that's a little a rough, bit. That's a rough week. It's a rough week, but you know what? I got, I got Fenway Morgan tickets this week. I did not get MetLife, but we're going to make it work. And so now, since I didn't get the MetLife tickets, that was the last one. We're looking to go back up on the roller coaster with my college football plays. The only game this week is Army-Navy. I am taking the Midshipmen, the Navy Midshipmen, because it's a great fucking name. I'm taking their money line minus 140. And, of course, I'm taking the game under at 32.5 because everyone knows service game uh, service games their service team games go under every time. Everybody knows that. So mm-hmm. my only two college picks. Alec, I actually really like that pick. Thank you. Which one? Both well, of them? Uh, yeah, both of them. Uh, Army Navy, uh, just because one, the name is sick, and uh, Long Island uh, quarterback Xavier Arline for Navy football and lacrosse. Great pick, Elite. Alec. Elite. Elite. Um, we're going to continue with the college football talk. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Coach Prime, a.k.a. I'm coming, a.k.a. I'm bringing my luggage, and it's Lou. Bags. <laughs> um, bags, kids. All I'm saying is is that Colorado just put themselves on the map. Colorado just gained so much clout. Colorado just earned themselves a spot in the Pac-12 championship game next year. Colorado's back. Colorado's on the map. I think every team... By back from what? <laughs> back from the awful. dead. Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> they They've were been dead. dead. They've been dead for 15 years. Now they're back. <laughs> like they legitimately, if... if I'm not mistaken, were like a bottom five school in the nation. They're, they, them, UConn, and UMass are the three like graveyards. No, UConn made a bowl. I was gonna say, well, well, like, of, bef- obviously, you don't keep that. up. You don't keep up with 2020 college football, dude. Well, no, like pre before the UConn signing of Jim Mora. True. So before that, they were considered to be, you know, the Kazakhstan of Siberia, <laughs> like the football Siberia of college football. Like they're horrible. Like they're actually horrible. But now, now let's get a trend going. UConn got Jim Mora, great coach at UCLA. They made a bowl game this year. Colorado got Dion. They'll probably make a bowl game next year. UMass is due. So I'm rooting for the. Well, they UMass got their. They him. also got their new coach last year. They got Don Brown back. They still only won one game. Well, they're. But due. they didn't. They didn't get like what I think it was like 200, 300 transfer requests within the first day of Dion signing. That was yes. wild. That is one thing that I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna stick by this. So last year we all had we had like the the whole controversy of all those schools making big time coaching changes like uh, LSU, Notre Dame, Oregon. Miami this year, Auburn made an early coaching change, firing their coach. I think those schools are so stupid. Not even giving Dion a chance, not even giving him a look. But like you got to think about it. Like Colorado, from a business perspective, is is 
is booming right now. They had nothing to lose. They had nothing to lose. LSU had something to lose. You, I no, I don't think so. I mean, think about it. LSU won a national championship with one of the worst college football coaches ever. And Ed Orgeron is not best, a good coach. The best but, college football but, team. Okay, ever. when you have the best college football team, doesn't matter what coach you have, correct? So yeah. D, you know, Dion's gonna get a bunch of recruits. He's gonna put a bunch of good guys. Like it doesn't matter who's gonna be coaching there. He's gonna get good players. Good players play good. You're gonna win games. Oregon, LSU, all those schools, they they recruit themselves with their name and everything. Why not get something like Dion, bring it there, and not only do you have the school to recruit you, you have the coach who's also going to bring in big-time names. He, he He's stealing head coaches. He's stealing head coaches' jobs. He he just took uh, Kent State. Was it, I think it was Kent State. Their, their head coach and basically mm-hmm. said, hey, you're going to be my offensive coordinator. He just got a Bama defensive assistant and said, "Yo, you're my DC." He just got some guy from some another another JUCO head coach been like, "Hey, you're gonna be my ass- offensive assistant." Like he's getting these head coaches that are probably making good money being a head coach at these small schools and telling them, "Hey, you're gonna be an assistant, and it's gonna be like the like the Nick Saban effect, mm-hmm. so to speak." I mean, I think I think he's in the sixth seed. I think Colorado's kind of on the map. I mean, with the new Pac-12 coming in, they're definitely going to do better than True. teams like Oregon, teams like Utah. I mean, they're just due. I think, and I also think his son Shador is is a dog. I think he's he, he I think he's legit. He's a quarterback, no? Yeah, yeah, he's a quarterback. And they've and got I think one. De- I think Dion also has balls going into the players' meeting and basically saying, "Hey, um, see that guy in the back of the room? I don't know if you guys saw the video, but." It was in there. It was in like their football conference room, and it was like three or four rows of Colorado players, and then Dion, Dion, sorry, Dion Junior. filmed the whole thing. His his oldest son, and then Shador, and then two other of his coaches that he's bringing from Jackson State were sitting all the way in the back, and he basically said, "See that guy all the way in the back? Yeah, that's your quarterback." Basically telling the team like you like whatever quarterbacks in this room, you have absolutely no shot. Um. That kid's gonna take your spot. What I think he has fucking balls he, doing. That. He told them to pack their bags, get the fuck out. Literally, Literally. but yeah. that's that's my Dion spiel. I think that he's gonna do very well. Um, he's think, already getting top recruits. Mm-hmm. Travis Hunter's probably gonna come with them, so I, they're 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 gonna be fine. I think they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna shock a lot of people, and, it, and it's gonna be scary of what he what he does there. Yeah, I don't In know if opinion. next year is their year, but. Because they got, you know, USC, UCLA still. Uh, Penix is coming back to Washington. But after next year, because in 2024, USC, UCLA are gone. Penix probably gone from Washington. Like, Pac-12 will be fucking wide open. Yeah, um, and that's another thing, too. Like, the Pac-12. That's a, a whole year of recruiting and building, yeah. you know, a, a franchise, basically. And I think and I think you realize that, too. Like, I think a team like Auburn, a team like Cincinnati, they kind of made a mistake, too, because they're like – both those teams are in spots where, like, a team like Auburn, you know, you can recruit based off your name, the fact that you play Alabama every year, Cincinnati moving to the Big 12. How do you not get a big-time guy when you do big-time moves like that? Like, how do you just not even pull the trigger and even make it a thought? Like, the only three teams that came out that gave him an offer were three of the smallest and worst schools in the country, and that was USF, that was Since he Colorado. Gave him an offer. What? Since he gave him an offer. 
No, Cincy never gave him an offer. I it came out meeting that he, with Cincy. It's, it, they they met. They never gave him an offer. Oh. They met with him though. And then there was another team that gave him an offer. I want to say it was like North Texas. It was another small school just giving him an offer. Oh. But like the the big schools visited him, but they didn't give him an offer. They just had conversations. But who knows? I think Dion's gonna kill it though. Co- Go Tyler, Dion. Tyler, let's talk some college basketball, dude. That, what that are their? Uh, I have a question. What's Colorado like? What's their? Uh... What's oh, the, like, Buffaloes. the Buffaloes. Oh, the Buffaloes. So Go this Buffalo. is also sick. So this is also really sick. When Dion's going to be coming out of the tunnel, a Buffalo, a real-life Buffalo, <laughs> is going to be coming out with him. Now, if I don't know, if that doesn't speak electricity, that you must be blind. So That's pretty sick. That's that pretty is sick. sick. That is electric. Tyler, let's talk some college basketball, dude. Dude, I would love to. I would love to. Our expert. Everyone knows I'm a college basketball expert. I find teams before they're good, and that is a fact. Drake, San Francisco. San Francisco, Drake. Not really Baylor, but like kind of Baylor because kinda it was like Baylor. three years ago. Or um, the year. It was the, the co- before Bama. the COVID year. So that's just what I do. It's what I do. Bama. Yeah. That wasn't all no me. No heard of Bama. That was me, Lou, and an outside source, but that outside Some source. Some other guys. <laughs> no credit because fuck him. Um, Some other guys. So yeah, let's let's talk about two teams that I took before the year started. I texted you guys this, so we haven't said it on the pod. Obviously, it's already been a whole month in the college basketball. We just haven't talked about it on the pod, but this was texted to you guys before the year started, and that was that my two teams to win it all were Texas, <laughs> Hookem. Right, Pacano? You're supposed to say <laughs> that on cue. On hook them. Second I say Texas, you're supposed to hook them. Hook them. Texas at plus 2,000. Mm-hmm. Currently ranked the number two team in the country. But they did just suffer an L, a mm. bad overtime L in my book, to a, a ranked, a 17-ranked Illinois The fighting Illinois. The fighting Illinois. They played well. It was, it was a big game. Well. There's the Jimmy but, B Classic. No, no, it was a good game, but if you just watched it, they were up 10 with six minutes left, and then they were up three or two. They were up two, shooting a one-and-one with, like, 20 seconds left, and they missed the front end of it, and then they tie it, and then they go to overtime, and they lose. So it's like you hit the front of that one-and-one, and you just hit the second game shot. Probably, and, yeah, you yeah. Know, anything could happen, but whatever. They already have a win over Creighton. A rank crate in. They already have a blowout win over once the number two Gonzaga. So they are number two in the country. Like I said, they probably will move down, but not drastically. Then my second pick at plus twenty five hundred odds was the Tennessee Volunteers. Um, they opened up the year just like Texas. I think just outside the top ten. Tennessee suffered an embarrassing L at home to Colorado. Scared the crap out of me. I didn't Go like Buffaloes. When I saw that, maybe that's a sign. They lost to Colorado. It could be that's a, a Dion effect, dude. That's the Dion effect. It was around three weeks prior to Dion signing there, but it, the Dion effect. But since that L to Colorado, they are literally just kicking the crap out of every team, including a big win in the battle, the Bad Boy Mowers Battle for Atlantis um, championship game against the reigning champions in Kansas. They won by 14 with 14 without their best player, Tennessee. They go and play Maryland, a ranked Maryland, and then a ranked Arizona. You win two games there. That's legit battle tested. Give me a second. Whoa, what are you, doing, bro? you see, I'm doing something, correct? 
Or am I crazy? <laughs> What's up, Barry? Pop, is that Papa Needle? What up, Barry? Barry. Barry, who's your pick this week? <laughs> who's what is Barry's lock? Guess what's that? I am back. No, no lock from Barry. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so yeah, you win two of those games. You win one of those games. That's that's very good wins to add to an already good resume with the beat on Kansas. <laughs> Next, we're going to the John Wooden Award, which is that just the best player in college basketball, right? It's usually in the past couple of years, it's always been big men. So I always just thought it was a big men award, but I realized I think it's just the best player in college basketball. But um. Guess what? Just like the Heisman, Heisman's a quarterback slash offensive thing. The John Wooden Award is a big man thing in my book. And that's why we're going with Trace Jackson Davis plus 2,500. Trace Jackson Davis, he lit up UNC. He lit up someone else. I don't really remember it. I don't feel like looking up. And he just had a triple-double in his last game, which is not common for college basketball players. Uh, can I tell you something really quick? Please. I just looked online with the current – Odds are for mm-hmm. John Wooden Award of the Year. Yes. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis is number two. Wow. Behind who? The... Only behind. Reese this Eden. Might have, this might have something to do with his performance yesterday against Hofstra, which I will tell you guys about in a second. If you oh, didn't Gordon? see the Sports Center, Zach Eady of okay. Purdue. Then I'm fine because he should. I think I think he, he should, should be fine. Follow. He is an overwhelming favorite, though, right now, Ed, He is plus 140. Trace Jackson Davis is second at plus seven hundred. Definitely, wow. you still have you still have good value, right? But I saw mm-hmm. what this guy did yesterday. To I mean, it was Hofstra, and they were like at home. Yeah. But he he dropped almost. I think he almost dropped like a triple double or something. It, it just wasn't fair. He would get the ball, and <clears throat> three Hofstra guys would come to him to try and stop him, and they just couldn't do anything. About he's it. also like seven. What is he like seven? He's like three? seven five. Yeah. No, he, big he's man. a big boy. He is seven four two ninety five. Wait, Tyler. Well, you know what's funny is I completely forgot about Edie. He was on the Purdue team last year, but he just he was one of those big men that just wasn't really like coordinated enough. But holy crap, I'm looking at his numbers right now, and he's he shit the bed versus he, he had the bed he went versus, 20... uh, versus St. Peter's. He shit the oh yeah bed eighteen rebounds. Yeah, twenty three and eighteen. Twenty two twenty two rebounds against Minnesota. Crap. He's playing 30 <laughs> minutes a game, though. He wasn't doing that last year. He was playing less than 20 last year. He's playing 30 this year. More, uh, mm. more stamina. So, Wait. Fuck, you know. Uh, can I say my... Big boy, maybe he falls. But the fact that Trace Jackson Davis is number two, I didn't even know that. So that's awesome. Number two. Number that's two. That's awesome Drew, to hear. Drew Timmy's third. Sucks. I don't know this, I don't know this next guy, Jalen Wilson. I'm not sure what team he plays for. Oh, that's the Kansas he's, kid. Kansas, but, but fuck him. He's not that good. He's kind of just on camera. Yeah, it doesn't really look like these other guys have too much, uh, too much of a leg in the race. I would say too much uh, value. So that's actually you're... crazy. I I did not look it up at all to even to even see that. I mean, yeah, no, I just I was just curious for myself, obviously for mm-hmm. you too. But I was like, let me check who's what is that right now. So that's pretty dope. That Tyler, can I say dope. my pick? Because I think you'd like it, and I think yeah, I'm pretty sure I told everybody. Uh, Lou, can you tell me? Can you do me a favor? Yes. Give me the odds for Amani Bates. Uh, I have to go back. <laughs> yeah, Bacano, the best part was Bacano liked Amani Bates, and we're like, Bacano, it's the same thing with the Heisman. No fucking Mac player is winning the best fucking player in college basketball. Um, what are you talking about? It happened in 2001. 
Okay, yeah, sorry. 2001, no, you're right. dude. You're right. 2001. He's, he's, he's weighed down the list, probably outside, definitely outside the top 10. He might be in the top 20. Plus, this gives me, like, FanDuel, Caesar, so it's all different lines, but yeah. on average, like, plus, like, 3,500. That's a lot of value. No, it's not. There's no value. I mean, there's, there's like, 20 winning. people ahead of him. <laughs> like, look at the screen. Hold on. Lou, I don't know if you heard, but uh, the last, the, like the Heisman, the last, the last Mac player to win, uh, the John Wooden Award was uh, Jameer Nelson in uh, like two thousand two. So God bless him. Yeah, God yeah. Bless this him. is this is this is the list. This is where Zach Eady and Chase Jackson Davis are up here. These one and two, and then Imoni Bates is down oh, here. It's like 30th. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's got to wait. He's got it, Picano. I believe in him. I believe. He's got to wait. Um, I see. I could be like the stack guy. You guys just want me to look yeah. something up? I'll just fucking <laughs> plug it in real quick. Seriously. Seriously. All right. And then, then finish off my – that's all my college basketball talk. I don't have like a true wagon this year in teams that I'm riding other than just I'm just going to root for Texas and Tennessee. But I don't have like a – against the spread monster like Alec might in his in his turn this year. But that's it for that. And then quickly, I'm going to say I have an NBA MV- MVP bet who, as of yesterday, was in the lead. Lou, if you would like to look up the current leaderboard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got Jason Tate, yum, mm-hmm. plus, plus 1,200. Jason Tate, yum. Yum. Because yep. he plays the best team night. in the league. I, yeah, it helps that he's the best player on the best team in the league, so that definitely helps. Always helps. Tyler, you will be pleased by my research. He is indeed the favorite. However, yes. he, on average, he's right around plus 280, I would say. Then you got Giannis coming in at plus 290. Yeah, then you so got Luka coming in at plus 300. So they're all It's not like a runaway at the moment. It's yeah, going to no be one's, a dog no fight. Anyway. But the fact... The fact of the matter is, like, he's doing what he's doing on the best team mm-hmm. is very like it seems. It seems like you, there, it's a three, you know, it's a three-horse race. Luka, Giannis, Tatum, Curry's Just fourth, like last year. He, he, he's all the way at plus 750. So, and they're not they're not playing very well either. So, um, basically, you have a plus 1,200 on a 33%, you know, chance of hitting right now. Yeah, that's how I'd yeah, look at it. That's how I'd look at it. Maybe thirty-four percent chance because he's he's the favorite right now. Are the Celtics so, gonna win it all? And this is all. Not jinx or nothing. They look the good. Revenge. They don't have their fucking. Star- they don't have a starter. They haven't had a starter all year. They're the coach in the league. <laughs> they're oh, their yeah. coach. They don't need a fucking coach. They're about a revenge tour, obviously. And then all of this is coming off an Aaron Judge MVP bet at plus 2200 just for people Boom. Who who's, again. who's back yeah. with the Yankees yeah. oh, I, I, I didn't back. include I didn't include that in my roller coaster the who's goodbye back with the Xander goodbye DeGrom goodbye Xander gone the but who, not forgotten the who's back who's gone of the week uh, Aaron Judge is back uh, Jacob DeGrom is gone Zander Bogards, San Diego is back San Diego, San Diego. oh my god San Diego. what about this one what about this one Verlander is oh, he's back. Is, is he's back. Not back. Fucking, um, Yoshi's back, but he's here. Yoshi's he's here. here. And you know what? Xander going to San Diego on a god awful contract gives me an excuse to buy one of the best city connectors. That was a great contract. That's an awful contract. He's 31. They gave him 11 years. He's going to be 42. 
The dude that's already can't try and play defense. That's a great contract. Yeah, I love it. He's 36 it? 20, trying to play short. 20 it's, it's, it's a great contract. Mil a year. Alec, it's a great contract, but for an even better t-shirt. Zan Diego. Zan, Zan Diego, Diego, the City Connect. I'm going to – I have to buy one of those. I'm going to DH get one of those, like, after this recording. But, um, yeah. Zan Diego. I was I, – I mean, I was going to, like, highlight some teams, but I think it's more of just a trend. So, like, UConn, James Madison, two of the top teams against the spread right now. UConn's 9-0-1. James, I'm back to college basketball. Sorry, I didn't highlight that. But UConn's 9-0-1 against the spread. James Madison, 7-1-0. Basically, these two teams are – they they they're doing better than they were expected to coming out of the gate. So like James Madison has covered on an average of fourteen points against the spread every time. Like that's insane. Wow. So wow. like it's just Vegas hasn't adjusted to these teams being good yet. So I think that's kind of the trend to look at. I like that. Um, I I did have to highlight UMass Lowell and UMass Amherst being. Uh, uh, Alec, I have a question. Yeah, go for it. What does your M? What does MOV mean? That is um, uh, margin of victory, which I thought uh, really – I thought it meant something because, I mean, 25 points, average margin of victory is a lot. But they've also huge. played, like, two games against, like, D2 schools where they won by 50. So it doesn't right, really right. matter. Skewed. Um, skewed data. Yeah, it's a little skewed. So, like, I, again, I just – I think the trend, look for teams that are overperforming, ride the hot hand. Um, but do, yeah, you guys must... say da- do you guys say data or data? Data. 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 Yeah, I don't really say data. Yeah, ever. I say data. Yeah, data's for data. Right. Continue, continue. Good data. Yeah. Or good um, data. Thank you. But yeah, UMass Lowell, UMass Amherst, both elite as well. UMass Lowell 7-1-0. UMass Amherst 6-1-1 against the spread. They're playing right now. I was going to say they're UMass, actually playing right now. Yeah, UMass Lowell's up 8 uh, at halftime in Amherst. So, you know, probably there's probably nobody at that game because those games suck. But, you know, if we were there, Tyler... Tuesday night, we probably or Thursday night, we probably would have been Thursday there. Thursday night, hundred yeah. percent, would have been Jeez. there yelling at the coach. We probably would have hit cheese and bacon, and then we would have went. Oh, we could have hit um fucking Choco on the way home too. Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, and bacon. it was um a dining hall. Hey, uh, um, yeah, hall was named Cheese and Bacon. That's no, it was just food you. they did every Thursday. Oh, it was carbon. It wasn't Thursday carbonara day. It might have been. I don't know. It was like two days a week. There was some weird dude. That, it was like burgers and like chicken sandwiches. And he would just ask people if they wanted cheese or bacon. Oh, like, yeah. He would just the stand there. And every person that walked by, he would just go, cheese or bacon. And everyone would be like, both. And he's like, cheese or bacon. Fuck. I he would just do that, that the whole day. Lou was there. He would say, extra cheese, no bacon. Get it. Uh, <laughs> there is there's one more trend I do like getting back to it. It is teams that are good. That are like like teams in bad conferences that are elite playing teams that are good in slightly better conference. So like, what was it? Two nights ago, I said I texted the group chat. High point Panthers with the points. They're fucking. They were seven and one. They're in the fucking um, Big South. Who the fuck cares about the Big South? But they were seven and one, and they were fourteen point dogs. It's too many points for fucking a seven and one team. You got to hammer those teams. That's my other trend. They won outright. Anyway. Furman's a good team, though. Yeah, and they got dick fucked. I understand. They didn't get dick fucked. They they lost by three, but Furman was thirteen point favorites, and yeah. they're in they're in the Southern Conference, Big South versus Southern. Obviously, the Big South was going to beat Southern because it's the Big South. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. 
Yeah. That's I mean I don't watch college basketball till March Madness anyway, so you always want to upper hand on teams. Yeah, the data. That's what we like. Data. Um yeah. We love I data. guess if that wraps up our college talk, Lewis, you wanna uh, kick us off with your your I NFL will. goodness here? Probably the proceed. worst top ten, even though it's updated. Fucking just go, Lou. No, this Please. looks good. Enlighten proceed. Uh, last week, <clears throat> uh, again, three, four, and one. Pretty much 500. The one was the Giants' money line, which obviously was a tie. Who is calling me? I'll have to call him back. All right, give me one second. Sorry, sorry. That was, yep, my bad, my bad. Okay, top 10. My previous top 10. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Just had to make sure. Just had to make sure. My previous top 10. Real quick. KC, the Chiefs, Philly, Buffalo, 49ers, Vikings, Miami, Baltimore, Dallas, Cincinnati, and the Bucks. Honorable mentions in that list were Seattle Giants, Titans, and the Jets. That is the same honorable mentions I have in this list. But to get to the top 10, let me do it. Best team in the league, Philadelphia Eagles. I hate them, but I mean, wagon. I don't see a weak spot on the team I at all. I just don't. Everything is good. Run game, pass game, run defense, pass defense. It's, it's a little frightening. And the Giants play them this Sunday at home. I'm surprised that spread isn't higher, but I will talk about that in a couple minutes. Uh, number two team, Kansas City Chiefs. The, the Bengals will never will never jump them, in my opinion, until Joe Burrow and them win a Super Bowl or do something of relevance. Even though Chiefs can't actually beat them, it doesn't really matter. The Chiefs are still a better team. Chiefs at two, Bengals at three. Bills are at four. I still believe in the Bills. No, Von Miller is definitely going to hurt come playoff time. But all around, you still have to give that respect to Josh Allen. And that is why I have them over the Cowboys, who are five. The only reason the Cowboys are five is because of Dak Prescott. And that is because I don't trust him yet. And there's some weeks where he plays like the Colts and, you know, it's a two-point game going into the fourth quarter and then they end up dropping 30 on them in the fourth quarter. And people are like, oh, my God, look at the Cowboys. They're so freaking good. They dropped 50 again, like blah, blah, blah. It means nothing. They run up the score on bad teams, patent Dak stats and all that good shit. So... With that being said, Cowboys are a very solid team. Very solid team. But they're the fifth best team in the league. Six, I would put San Fran above the Cowboys, but I don't know anything about their quarterback currently. Purdy, Brock Purdy. Purdified. Didn't didn't watch him in college, or at least I don't remember watching him. Um, Iowa State with Brees Hall. Really? Iowa State with Brees Hall, yeah. So he's probably just handing the ball off for most of the mm. time, which, which essentially he can do in – the 49ers offense, just turn around, hand the ball to McCaffrey, hand it to Debo, you know, toss it to Ayuk every now and then for my fantasy team, and we'll be okay. Um, if he's well, if he plays well, though, Niners are still a top three team. That's it, if he plays well. Can't put them there, though, without Jimmy G. Number seven, the Dolphinos. Thank you for correcting me, Tyler. Um, the Dolphinos are seven. I think you can't really read too much into Sam, the game they played against San Fran last week. They're missing both of their starting tackles against the best defense in the league. It's going to be tough for any quarterback, for any team. Um, and they still kept it relatively close. And those, and they're missing, like, the second-best left tackle in football 
Teron Armstead. Like, that guy's a beast. So you're going up against Nick Bosa and all his first-round picks. It's going to be a tough day for anybody. Minnesota's at eight. I really I really am not impressed with Minnesota at all. I just – I feel like I have to put them in here because they're, what, like eight and three or whatever. Ten and two. Like, I feel like I had to put them in here. Yeah. And I really only like – like, the only part of their team I like is Justin Jefferson, but – uh, and their pass rush is pretty good, but Minnesota at eight, Tampa Bay is at nine. I I had them ranked tenth last time a month ago when they were still, you know, going through their shit. They're still kind of going through it, but they were able to pull out a win against the Saints, even though it was very very ugly. But somebody's gonna have to go play Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay, and it might be the Cowboys for the playoffs. I'm 100. I would, I would, and I would 100 lean. I thank you. I would 100 lean to the Bucks in that game because a, Picano would be on the Cowboys. No, obviously, but the Cowboys just don't win playoff games. And you're telling me they're going on the road to beat Tom Brady? Yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. Uh, number ten, I have the Baltimore Ravens. They've been shaky as of late too. Now no Lamar Jackson. That's probably going to hurt a little bit. Um, they just don't have really enough playmakers outside of Lamar and like. Mark Jack, uh, Mark Jackson, Mark, Mark Andrews, <laughs> but um, I still think they're pretty oh, good. That's why, that's why I leave my ten. Let's discuss the top ten before I go into the honorable mentions. Picano, you said it was very disrespectful, and I am curious as to why. Um, uh, disrespectful to the Bungles. I put Dis- them three. They should be two. <laughs> they did just beat Casey. They yeah, you got to give respect where respect is given. Uh. Give okay. some more, give some more respect to the Titans. Titans should be ten. Baltimore should be eleven. And the honorable mention. Sorry, you didn't say the honorable mention yet. Okay, um, but here's my here's all right. That was perfect. That was perfect because here's my dilemma here. If I put the Bengals above the Chiefs just because they beat the Chiefs, then technically I have to put the Giants above Baltimore and Tennessee because they beat both of them. Well, no, because no, they beat no. them last week. Or, that was the hold difference. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Or I would have to put that. Or by that logic, I would have to. I would also have to put Seattle above Baltimore because the Giants beat Baltimore, but Seattle beat the Giants. You see what I mean? Like when you want to no, play but, that game, it gets, but like it gets I'm playing it as last week, the Bengals beat KC, so they are the better yes, team than at, KC. They like, beat them at they beat them at home, right? Like in a big game, it came down to what a they always beat at, them. It was a three-point yeah. game. Like, it's not like anybody got blown out. It was a good game. Like, kudos to the Bengals. They played a good game at home, and you beat a good Kansas City team. I, don't, I just don't my- think Kansas-, Kansas City doesn't have the personnel on defense to line up with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. They just don't. They, like, yeah, no. I, don't, I don't know if any team in the NFL does, but Kansas City definitely doesn't. And, you know, they don't have a good enough pass for us to really borrow, bother Joe Burrow. But, at the, like, that game comes down to who has the ball at the end of the game. And I didn't watch it, so I don't know who did and, you know, who ended with the ball or whatever. But a three-point game, like, if they blew them out, I would have put I would have put uh, Cincinnati above them. But they won at home, like, as a two-point underdog. I'm still taking the Chiefs. Uh, I'm just saying, if you look at the Bengals since the last time you did it, so the last time you did it was about a month November ago, exactly. 2nd, so exactly a month ago. The last month? Cincinnati is a totally different team. Totally different. Flip the switch. And that was without Jamar Chase. Now Jamar Chase is back. Yes. I, I think I think they're the That's why I have team. them in the top three. 
I think they should be. I think should they should be too. I respect Philly. Flip Casey and the Bungles. The Bills at four. The Cowboys at five. San Fran at six. The Dolphins at seven. Tampa at eight. The Titans at nine. Minnesota at ten. That would be my top ten. I'm surprised I don't, no one's talking about Tampa. Tampa. That's what I. I don't like, know I, why they're fucking. I would liar. put. I would put. Any of, the, any of the honorable mentions in before Tampa, I think. Yeah, Tampa they, Tampa is a joke of a team. I, I don't care about Tom Brady. Their last fucking three, their last four games, they have barely beaten Andy Dalton. Should have won that game, by the way. Should have, or should have lost that game. Like, that That should have been a fucking touchdown at the end, whatever. Or what, they, they, New Orleans should have won. Fucking, they lose to Jacoby Brissett in fucking Cleveland. Then they have that the bye a, week. That was a catastrophe of the game. That was a catastrophe. They still lost because they're a bad fucking team, Lou. They're not a top 10 fucking team. Good teams don't have <laughs> catastrophe games, all right? Fucking, they barely beat Seattle when Seattle had to fly all the way to fucking Germany. The, the and then reason, they barely like, beat LA, and LA is a part joke. Of, part of my reasoning is also like what I think is going to happen going forward. I think Tampa is probably going to end with, what is there, like five five games left? There's five games left. They play San Fran, Cincy, Arizona, Carolina, Atlanta. I could easily see them going one and four and losing the division. Easily. Who do they play? They play San Fran, Cincy, Arizona, then Carolina, and Atlanta. I think they're going to they're going to they're probably going to get three Fran. wins and go nine and eight. San Fran, Cincy, Arizona, Carolina, Atlanta. The Cincy no, and Arizona, Carolina game. Carolina. Dub L, dub dub, and beat Atlanta. No shot. I think they lose to San Fran, lose to Cincy, lose to Arizona, probably beat Carolina, and then lose to Atlanta. You think they lose to Atlanta and lose yeah. to Carolina and lose to the, Ad- the Atlanta's Cardinals? playing Ritter now. Doesn't matter if they're playing Ritter. They have nothing on offense. They're tanking. They have fucking. <laughs> they have uh, Cordero Patterson. They're the kings of Alex. winning fucking two point games. So you're telling me, game Tampa on the Bay line has been so. Bad. And They're you watch this man. Team. And you watch this man since you were a feeble infant. Yeah, you're saying you're feeble. taking you're taking Cordero Patterson over I, Thomas Edward Brady. Absolutely, absolutely. You need to be medicated. How many how many three touchdown games does Brady have this year? How many times has he carried his team to a fucking win? Doesn't fucking matter. How many times has he thrown Brady. for over three hundred yards? Oh, Alex, he's Tom getting Brady. his ass carried. Alex, it's Tom he's getting Brady. his ass carried right now. It does not matter. He's, he's an old carried. fucking he's man. That game. He needs to be put down like a sick puppy. Alex, All this talk about him coming back to the fucking New England in the offseason <laughs> makes me want to shoot myself. They Alex, don't fucking want him here. Alex, I would rather shout out, out my grandmother than right, Brady right, right now. I'm, I'm, I am absolutely appalled right now. I am so let's, appalled. Let me get back. Let me get back to the list. And Alex, I would have these questions for you in regards to. In regards to the Bucks, sure. What are like the teams that are outside of the top ten? So I have t- Titans eleven, Giants twelve, uh, Seattle thirteen, Commies fourteen, Jets fifteen. Um, what 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 do those teams have that you think Tampa Bay does not have? A better football team. I don't know. The Titans <laughs> have a great coach, elite running back, decent enough defense. Fucking Tannehill figures out how to get it done. Traylon Burks is figuring it out. Giants, they've got Dable, who you fucking jerked off for coach of the I'll year ju- all year. I'll jerk him off Saquon Barkley is elite. <laughs> fucking um, offensive line is getting James. better. They have Richie James. So, I mean, you know, 
whatever, but they, more, they're, they're, they're all it's right. It's not like what they have. It's They've just like the quality, the They've quality proven of that games they can win games. Playing. Okay. Like at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, listen, at the end of the like day. Every time you I'm watch taking, Tom Brady play this whole year, you're like, holy crap, this guy needs to go. We have gone 14 and then I, and then of I saying. Him, and then I saw him march the ball down the field in 45 seconds and score a game-winning touchdown when they didn't do shit all game. But the Saints should have won. They fucking blew it. It was the should've Saints' fault. A win's a win. A win but a it win. wasn't because of Tom Brady. It was because the Saints blew it. Because the Saints are so fucking garbage with Andy well, Dalton Saints, behind the yes, dish. The Saints, are, the Saints are terrible. I agree. You shouldn't need a last-second drive to beat Atlanta's going to win that won. division. But they Atlanta's won. winning that division. No, they're not. I'm 100%. absolutely shocked. I'm shocked by this conversation. Atlanta, Atlanta plays the Saints. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna they play go the Ravens you. without Lamar. They play the Cardinals, and then they play the Bucks. They go 3-1. and one, They win the division. I'm going to go into my picks. We're going to move away from the top ten. I'm glad it was very controversial. I honestly didn't mean for it to be, but that made that made for great conversation. Going into the top ten, I, I mentioned uh, – into my picks, I mentioned during the top ten uh, that I was surprised that the Eagles line isn't greater than seven. I think they, they could probably win – you know, they could win this game. I'm not shocking anybody. They could win this game by 25 points against the Giants. Giants can't move the ball. Their their defense played outstanding versus the Commanders. I don't know if you guys are aware, but they gave up ten points in the first like they, they gave up like ten points in the first six minutes of the game. In the first like six minutes of the game, because Daniel Jones went back to rookie Daniel Jones and fumbled on the first drive of the game. Giants defense told them to a field goal. Giants go three and out. Washington scores a touchdown. Ten nothing. From that point on until the two minute warning or a little bit less than the two-minute warning, the Giants' defense gave up three points all day. And look, it's not like they're facing the Chiefs. They're playing the Commanders and Tyler Heineke. But that defense played their fucking ass off and really deserved to win that game. And between the refs and the offense, it was just a fucking abomination that that wasn't a W because now you really have to win in Washington in in, in a week from now. But with all that being said, my first pick, Giants plus seven, against the Eagles. Why? Because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. The Giants have been playing great as an underdog all year. I think they've covered in every game they've been an underdog. If I'm not mistaken, they've covered in literally every game they've been a dog. So you can't fade them now, right? You can't fade them now. Um, next game, the game that's about to happen right now, Raiders minus six and a half against the Rams. I don't even know who's starting for the Rams, and it's two minutes before kickoff. I think that tells everybody what they need to know. Wolford. Sorry, sorry, nobody will be able to bet this, but I think Raiders blow out, blow out by twenty. That blow out by twenty. Um, finally, coming around to respecting the Bengals, they're probably going to kick the shit out of the Browns this week. Deshaun Watson looked horrible last week in his return, which is not surprising considering he hasn't played football in two years. So all the people are like, "Oh my God, Deshaun Watson sucks!" It's like this guy is literally playing his first football game in over seven hundred days. Still so suck. yes, he he probably yeah he's probably going to suck in that in that situation. Uh, just get yeah, probably. Um, Sussex line of the weekend, riding it. Lions money line versus the Vikings, one or two point favorite depending on where you're looking. Crazy. I don't know if we'll ever see this again. A ten and two team as an underdog to the Detroit Lions who are under five hundred. They're five and seven. Why? That is net. That has never been a sentence uttered before in human history and probably never will be again. I think you have to take the Lions here because they're be- I think they're begging you to take the Vikings. I mean, 
that's what like my brain says that people you know everyone's gonna be like vikings mm. underdog no well it's exactly like um, the the cowboys line was when they played and then the cowboys hung 40 on their fucking heads yeah i need you to exit who is it guest pick of the week what's your pick this week? dog uh giants plus seven Five touchdowns for Nick Mullins on Saturday. Minus 400. Mm. What was it? In, in football on Saturday. Oh, oh. Five touchdowns. Oh, what is, what is he saying, Nick? Bro? Nick, Nick hasn't been there a week. You don't know how to play football. Bend over the Browns. And I just don't understand how anyone can take possibly the Browns plus anything. It's because the, the Bengals have never beaten the Browns. I was going to say, I'm on the Browns due to the fact that the Browns are on a five-game <laughs> winning streak against the Bengals. Who? Dating back to years. Uh, no, Browns. yeah, no, they, yeah, they won. You, Burrow's never beaten the Browns. Burrow has never beaten like, the Browns. Four, and this is similar to like the Vikings Cowboys game that happened where it was like, all right, all right, all right. oh, uh, Vikings obviously going to win. You're just like, nah, the fucking Vikings don't beat the Cowboys. Guess what? Joe Burrow and the Bengals don't beat the Browns. So I'm all over the Browns this week. Mm-hmm. But I know, Lou, you're not done. So keep going, Lou. Yeah, yeah Bengals, uh, Bengals are a lock, by the way. Um, Bucks plus three and a half. Fun fact, Tom Brady has never in his life lost to a quarterback making their first career start, and it ain't about to happen on Sunday. This guy, Brock Purdy, he could just turn around, hand the ball, hand the ball, hand the ball, you know, they score a bunch of points. No. I think I think the Bucks show up for this game. They know it's a big game. They know they have to win um, for the division, obviously. So take the three in the hook. Take the three in the hook. And then my last pick is Titans-Jags under 41. Just a boring game, boring teams, two decent defenses, no points. Next. I'll go into my picks. I'll go into my bike picks. Uh, I agree with Lou with two out of the three. Oh, Devontae. Oh, my Lord. Did he pop off already? One-handed catch on the first play, like the second play of the game. Nice. Holy shit. Uh, like Lou said, the Bucks are not losing. Sorry, Tom Brady isn't losing to Brock Pertified. He ain't He's losing. Sure irrelevant. So mm-hmm. he ain't losing. He ain't losing that game. I love the Bucks this week. That's probably the easiest play on the board. Um, Thank you, Picano. Next, the Lions again, Lou. When are we ever going to see this again? Um, probably never, ever. Especially since ever. it's the Lions. And Jamison Williams is coming. He is here. Last week he had two. I'm pretty sure last week he had three targets, two catches, or two targets, one catch. It was 2-1. Either way, he's coming this week. Dan Campbell said he's throwing the uh, – Jared Goff's throwing the th- – getting the rock. Love that. Now to the final play, and it's really just – it really just means my fantasy team, my work league fantasy team – I need Stefan Diggs to get the ball. <laughs> and I need the Bills to score touchdowns. So if that means the Bills minus 10 is the play, that is the play. Get Stefan the ball, get him in the end zone, and I will win my lead. I will win this week. I will get in the playoffs and I will be a happy, happy man. Also, sidebar, when it comes to our fantasy league, um, our me, Lou, and Tyler's fantasy league, I am number one. Number one. You're number twelve in the Yahoo League. Number doesn't 10. matter. That league shit. I'll I accept shit. my punishment. 
I, I lost my like punishment. five. I think I lost six in a row in that league. I got fleeced oh. by John Bono twice. Fuck him. So, <laughs> um, I'm gonna shout out John Bono. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Bono. So, um, <laughs> that's actually the realest league ever because I'm in first. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> when I win, league, my... where, where, wait, wait, wait. What about the league I'm in with your uh, your UMass friends? Oh, people. Ten are and... people oh, I'm actually I'm sick of that. Ten I'm and sick. fucking three, baby. Ten and fucking three. You're gonna lose to me in the first know, round. I didn't know people looked at that league. Wow, this other guy is league, Tyler. And... We gotta look at it. This other guy's eleven and two. Yeah, who David is it? Dave. Dave. Yeah, fucking of course, Dave. Is he a fancy crap. nerd? No, oh, he's just a fucking loser. He just sends yeah, he just sends crazy trades every single day yeah. that only benefit him. I, I'm gonna beat Lou in round one. I <laughs> so it's like bang, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Oh wait, would I play Lou? No, I play. Oh, oh I Pocano, play you cool. continue, buddy. Cool. I'm sorry if I if I interrupt. No, I'm here. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I did my picks. We are good. Uh, Bucks, Lions, Bills. And uh, number one in fantasy. I'm going to go into my picks in quick, starting off with Jets plus 10. Obviously, Bacano's never heard of um, Sauce Gardner. I don't know how you haven't heard of him yet, but he's I, and I have his sauce best quarterback in football. That sucks, though. So you obviously haven't heard of him. Jets plus 10. Mike White is real. Mike White had one interception last week, and it was on a missed Pass interference call that ended up being a tipped ball. It was BS. Uh, they also had the game one of Braxton Barrios catches a wide open touchdown. And I saw a lot of complaints being like, why is Braxton Barrios even getting the ball in that situation? You have like actual receivers, like more Mims that can play that slot. So it's like, why are you not giving them the ball? Whatever, Jets plus 10. They were going to see locks minus three. I don't even remember who they're playing, but they're going to win outright because that's what they do. Uh, I outright. think. I think the Manimal Kenneth Kenneth Walker is hurt and not playing, but then they just go to a different guy, DJ Dallas. I'm pretty sure, and maybe someone else. Their entire hard. backfield is hurt. Yeah, but it really it's doesn't matter. Wild. Geno, Geno Smith fucking slings that rock, he does. DK and Lockett, and it's kind of insane. But it is what it is. Then we're going to Vikings Lions. I like the Lions, like you guys, but I won't take it. I'll take the over in that game. I think it's going to be a high scoring game as they always are in Detroit, right? The game's in Detroit, right? Yep. Okay, the then, dome. yeah, definitely over 51. Then we're going to, like I said this already, a game similar to the Vikings-Cowboys where everyone was like, oh, the Vikings are going to win, but then you realize that the Vikings don't beat the Cowboys. The Bengals don't beat the Browns. They just don't do it. I don't know why, but Joe Burrow has never beaten the Browns before. He's already lost to them this year. Um... I was one of the ones that said Deshaun Watson sucks because I had Amari Cooper last week and I really needed him and he just could not throw the ball, so he sucks. He's going to be better this week. And I'm taking the Browns plus five and a half. And then we're going Bucks Niners under 37 and a half. I'm surprised you guys didn't mention this. Tom Brady looks absolutely horrible every time he drops back to pass, except for when there's 30 seconds left in the game. He looks absolutely <laughs> horrible. And it's kind of upsetting to watch because even though I'm a New York fan, I always respected Brady. But he actually looks really bad. Mike Evans doesn't even get the ball anymore. I don't know what happened. Dude can't throw Tell a me deep about ball. It. He never really could in the past couple of years, but he still really can't throw that deep ball. And it's like you rather throw a deep ball to Scotty Miller than, than Mike Evans. I don't know why that makes sense. But He's white. the Bucks' Jesus. offense has been so bad 
are going against the best defense. So I'm going to assume that the Bucs won't be scoring a lot. And Brock Purdy, with a full week starting, is not going to do as well as he did last week. I feel like a lot of times when those rookie quarterbacks come in mid-game, they kind of play decent because, like, you know, they're not thinking too much. They're not thinking too much. They're just exactly. Going. It's kind of just adrenaline. Now you have a whole week of thinking, and you're going to go into it. You're going to be a little more scared. You're going to have a little more nerves. So I think this is going to be a really low-scoring game. The over-under is 37.5, which is so low. But we're going to the unders club, and that is my only five plays. All right. Um. Then to close it out, Um. yeah, this was a game I liked as well. Um. Well, yeah, so – Tampa Bay, they are 10-2 and two for the under so far this year. They are the second-best team uh, for the under. Uh, so I'm taking the under, like Tyler said. No first QB ever, fucking for, for start ever for Brock Purdy. If, Tyler, if you had taken the uh, the Bucks, like uh, these other two marks over here, I was going to take the, the Niners just to spite you guys. But I won't take it because, you know, it's not a full uh, fade the fade LTP pick. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'll just stick with my under, but I do like the Niners because all Brock has to do is hand the ball off to the best running back in the league. It's kind of kind of simple. It's easy. Like Can't how do you think Jimmy G? Jimmy G's been elite this year, and you know the the team loves Purdy too. It's wild. He's got so much support. Anyway, Bucks ten and two uh, for the under. There's only Tackle one him. team. There's only one team that is better for the under, and that of course. Is the Denver Broncos? They are eleven and one in covering the under this year, but uh, they're playing Kansas City. Kansas City could cover forty four on their own, despite Denver's defense being good. So I'm just going to take the Broncos' team total under at sixteen and a half. They've only scored more than that twice so far. They won both those <laughs> games. They're not going to beat fucking Kansas City. They're definitely not going to score seventeen points. Give me that under. Um. Then, as Tyler also mentioned, I love the Vikings lines over 51 and a half. Um, it's such a scary line, but it has to be scary for a reason. So if Vegas does think that Detroit's going to win this game, then they're going to have to score because Detroit's defense isn't that good. Their offense is elite. Uh, they score a lot of points. Should hammer the 51 and a half. Uh, I'll, I'll ride with that. I rode with their over last week too. So stay hot. Stay hot. Um, and then finally, last pick, um, give me the Titans minus three and a half versus Jacksonville. It's a get-right game. They just got embarrassed by the A.J. Brown revenge tour, which, shout out to me, I was the only one that picked it last week. Um, Jags did get blown out by Detroit, but uh, ETN is banged up. Uh, allegedly, That's he's going to play. Uh, but, yeah, he won't be at 100%. Titans also very good against the run, so they should contain ETN. So, yeah, those are my picks. Titans, three and a half. Vikings lines over. Denver under, and then San Fran, Tampa Bay under. Oh, also, I have one more one more feature. Uh, there's this trend that I found on TikTok. They call it the sharp parlay, but in my opinion, they stole it from Picano, so I'm calling it the Picano lay because the whole idea is you take a bunch of teams you like, and then you just give them a bunch of points. So if you got a minus 17 team, like, oh, I don't know, the Cowboys, you just, uh, you just take the money line. You throw it in the lay, you aim to double up your money. So, the official... Uh, Pecano Way for this week is Minnesota Vikings plus 14 and a half minus 750. Tennessee Titans plus 14 and a half minus 2500. Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus 17 and a half minus 770. Pittsburgh Steelers minus 1100 at uh, plus 14 and a half. 
Dallas Cowboys money line. Uh, shit, that's the wrong thing in the lay. But yeah, Dallas Cowboys money line. It's like minus a thousand. Uh, Miami Dolphins plus ten and a half, minus eight fifty. Throw that in a six leg parlay, minus one twenty payout. Double up your money. I actually have been seeing that a lot on TikTok, and everyone keeps winning. I, I sent, yeah, I sent it to you, I think. But it's Be just like, mind. you just take, like, a shit ton of points, and the, the guy's like, yeah, you just get to, like, watch football and, like, watch your check marks go. I think he does it more for, like, baseball, where if it's, like, the the Dodgers are playing the Tigers, he'll take, like, the Dodgers plus two and a half, just because, like, the Dodgers are going to cover two and a half against the fucking Tigers. But I don't know. I like the theory. I like the idea behind it. You know, you take... You you don't you don't play the risky game. You play very safe, conservative, but you just you keep doubling up your money. That's that's the way. And again, you get to watch an entire slate of football and have be invested in it, but you don't have to worry about it. So yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Um, also, Seahawks play um, the fucking what should I call it? God damn it, I already forgot. Carolina. Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah, free money. Mm-hmm. And then I did look. Carolina plus four. <laughs> I'm taking uh, Falcons plus 1,100 to win the NFC South. They're a game and a half out. And Buccaneers are going to lose this week, so they're going to be a game out, and then they're going to beat – the Falcons going to beat the Bucks. So they're going to win. Those are my picks. Anything else anybody want to mention, or uh, should we get the fuck out of here? Get the hell out of here. I think we're good to get the hell out of here. All right. Well, thank you, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, if you did watch on YouTube. Do what you will with this information. Do what you will. Just know that my top ten, again, is not opinion. It is fact. It's a fact outside of uh, the Buccaneers. But yeah, (laughs) outside of that, it is 100% factual, unbiased, and um, yeah, true. Factual and unbiased. But uh, yeah, thank you guys. Catch you next time.